Hi, I'm Michelle Vickers. And I'm Christine Beverly. Welcome to the Consciousness Insider. We have another great question that came in this week uh, from Susan. And Susan wrote, Dear Michelle, I would like to know, just as a soul leaves the body upon death, when exactly it enters the body? Upon conception or birth or sometime in the womb? From experiencing both miscarriages and childbirth, I have my theories, but I'm truly not sure. Susan. Hi, Susan. Such an awesome question. Big question, but awesome. So basically, when it comes to energy and it comes to souls and existence, there there really are no hard and fast rules. Um, you know, souls come in really whenever they see fit and they choose their opportunities really dependent upon the experiences they want to have. So that's really how we choose our parents. We don't choose our parents because we're looking for someone who has, you know, this color hair and this color eyes and is this tall. That's not what we base our choices on as a soul. We don't really care what we look like. Um, what we base our choices on is the experiences we want to have in this life and the opportunities that we need to ensure we get to those experiences. Does that make sense? Oh yes. So ultimately, um, a soul will come in for the most part during copulation. So, um, during that connection in the moment that the sperm and the egg meet is, is actually the moment that the soul is ignited into existence, into a physical. So it doesn't, um, it doesn't weave its way in and out whenever it wants. It's actually, there is a spark in that moment. The other interesting part about existence and coming into a physical human life is it can change at any moment. So to your point about miscarriages. So I had a miscarriage myself, which is what caused me to go and explore exactly what they are, what it means, because I wanted to understand exactly what was happening to me. So when you have a miscarriage, it's not that there is anything wrong with you or that you did anything wrong. For the most part, sometimes something happens. Absolutely. But for the most part, it's the soul of the child preparing the mother's body. Sometimes that's going to take 14 tries to get that energy appropriate and exactly right in order for that human being to come into existence. You have to remember, you're not, it has nothing to do with why I can't do it and this person can, or why that person can have 20 babies and I can't have any. It's not about that. It's about the soul that you're bringing in, and in order to ensure that the environment is appropriate for that soul, your body needs to go through transition and transformation. And, you know, especially in the last 50 to 60 years, the souls that are coming in have a higher vibration. They have a lot more energy. They have a lot more awareness. We're not walking around numb anymore. We're not walking around blind to our feelings and our emotions, but mostly to the energy and the bigger picture, you know, we're a lot more awake than we've ever been. And that means that the mothers have to expand their energy in order to sustain these beings, these little tiny beings that are coming in with ex like exponential amounts of energy. You can't put that inside of a package that's not prepared and not ready. Does that make sense? That really does. Great. Yes. So ultimately, 
souls come in when in the moment that the egg and the sperm meet and then they travel together to make that existence come into life that's the only way i can say verbalize what i'm seeing and what i'm feeling the other um the other part about um i think you asked about miscarriages and childbirth so that's another really cool one i have to tell you this story because you know childbirth is an experience like no other experience on earth obviously and to this day, doctors continue to say, we don't know what ignites the birth process. Well, it's the child. It's that simple. And if you can do your best to not change what your child needs and what your best for your child, that's always recommended. But here's the thing. It's the coolest thing ever because, you know, I was working with this woman years and years ago, gosh, Actually, the little girl will be 11 this year. So it was 11 years ago. And um, I was working with the mother and she asked if I would be there when she was having her baby. And so while she was pregnant, I did a couple sessions and, and got familiar with the baby's energy and she got familiar with mine. And I was doing this yoga retreat on this weekend and it was the Sunday and we were leaving. We were in Shavasana right at the end of the day. And during my Shavasana, I saw my arms and the baby came out and landed in my arms, which let me know the baby's on her way. So I called this lady and I said, you need to pack your stuff and get ready because, and make sure you're ready to go to the hospital because the baby's coming and you need to also get some sleep. <laughs> and so this was at like five o'clock on Sunday night. And sure enough, five o'clock the next morning, you know, the, um, I get the phone call, we're at the hospital, everything's ready to go. So I'm driving, you know, down to, down through downtown Toronto, major early morning rush hour traffic. <laughs> I get there, get to the hospital. Actually, it was really cool because I was in the shower before I left and I had a, I was working at the time I was waitressing and um, I had a shift that day at four o'clock. I was like, oh, I'm going to have to get someone to cancel to cover my shift. And it was so cool because instantly I saw 12 o'clock and I was like, oh, that's perfect. I'm going to be done by noon. The baby will be there. I'll be home and I'll be able to go to my work. So I get in the car and I drive down to the hospital and I get there and, you know, the doctor's there and she's, um, it was so cool. I'll never forget this <laughs> because the doctor's saying, you know, we're just inducing you. And in my head, I'm thinking, why? She's ready to go. And the doctor said, we're going to induce you. And I'm going to go teach at another hospital. And in my head, I'm thinking, you're going to leave during rush hour and she's ready. The baby's ready to come. So I had to say something and I'm like, the baby's coming. And the doctor completely ignored me. She looked at me and then looked back at this other, at, at the mother to be and completely ignored me, said nothing. Actually, what she did say was, yeah, so anyways, I'm going to go teach now. So she left the hospital. And so I went over, put my, my hands on this, this mom's stomach. And instantly I said, okay, she's ready to come. All you have to do is stand up and the baby's going to drop. So she was so excited. And it, that's exactly what happened. The baby dropped 
and bit literally long story short because it's really not really short anyways but um you know the nurse told her to stop pushing we had to wait for the doctor to come back to the hospital and if you've ever had a child your body is naturally pushing this baby out and when you have to hold the energy against nature it's the most excruciating uncomfortable experience ever she had to do that for half an hour so it was really cool because <laughs> all bundled up mom in the wheelchair with baby in arms being wheeled to the room she was going to stay in overnight looks up at the clock and it says exactly 12 o'clock and she looked at me and she looked at her doctor and she said what time did you say and she goes, yeah, 12 o'clock. That's what I thought. And when she got pregnant again, her doctor said, don't bring your friend. So ultimately, here's the reality, okay? Our children decide when they're coming into the world. It's not up to us. Our job is to allow our hearts to open, to become aware and to become comfortable with everything that we can do to nurture that experience for them. That's really all it is, you know? And what the other really cool thing, and I think it's really important to clarify and clear this up, is that when a woman becomes pregnant, okay, her energy and her heart open up entirely. There is nothing breaking the connection. They feel so deeply because they're meant to. They're meant to. And what happens is a lot of people will run around and say, oh, it's hormones. She's so emotional. She's so this, she's so that. It's so misguided. The point of a woman being that open in her heart is so she can feel everything that that child or children are communicating with her. It is the most important part of the mother's role during pregnancy. Obviously what you're eating and what you're putting in your body, but if you can't communicate with that child, you don't know what it needs. You don't know what you need to eat. You don't know if you need to exercise or move or walk around because you can't communicate, but that's why your heart opens. Now, here's the other interesting part is I also see a lot of men, they're not sure what to do when their partners are pregnant, men or women, depending if you're in a same-sex marriage, it doesn't really matter. The partner and parent who is not pregnant, your job is to protect the connection because that connection is everything about that foundation for that child coming into this world. That's going to let them know just how connected and supportive you are during their whole life, which is so cool. And when the, the other parent can come in and protect that connection. So if there is, you know, nuisance comments coming from family members that so many people are, are get so frustrated with, it's the other parent's job to protect the, the pregnant parent from outside needing to have anything that's going to encroach upon that open heart. Does that make sense? I was getting goosebumps every time you talked about the connection. Absolutely makes sense. It's so important. And, and there is two very specific rules. Each parent has their role. And when you understand your role and you can, first understanding it is a huge part, but then that allows you to fulfill it. And then it brings it into fruition. So at the end of the day, yes, a soul comes in exactly when it's meant to. It's magic, you know? And it's our job to nurture and to allow that experience to 
to fulfill and to become exactly what it's meant to be. You know, we all come in to life with an intention to experience something very specific. We choose our parents because we know on a soul level that they deliver very, very specific things to ensure we reach our goal. Whether we decide that we want to evolve and we want to dig deep enough to uncover A, what our purpose is and B, you know, what our parents offered to us, that's a whole other story, but it's all there. Nothing happens. It's nothing is at surface value. It's not just a by chance, you know, it's not a lottery, right? It's very, very specific. So I hope that answers your questions. If you have any more questions about this topic, please, please let me know. I love to explore anything and everything about existence and coming into life as a soul and anything to do with souls, really. So thank you so much for asking and for sharing a little bit of your soul with us today. And thank you so much. Wow, that was a really big questions. Great. <laughs> Great question, Susan. They all are. And if you would like to have your question answered by Michelle and your soul, um, and any other souls that might want to join in during that conversation, please do visit michellevickers.com and go to the Consciousness Insider page. At the bottom, there's a form. Fill it out. And hopefully, in one of the upcoming features, we'll be featuring your question. Thank you. Thanks so much. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.